0: The text for the message on this Christmas morning is the uh, gospel reading in the first chapter of John. Just that last verse, I would like to run through with you again. It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. This is our text. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so it seems like uh, ordinary human beings can do interesting things, amazing things, genius things on occasion. Uh, people have made books. Uh, not only what's in them, but, you know, making them, assembling them. That's been kind of a miracle since Luther's day. Uh, people have invented all kinds of different machines that are useful to us to this day. Uh, uh, there are scientific discoveries. Some of them are kind of astonishing. Uh, some person who, some, I'm not sure if I'd like to get my hands on them, uh, probably a teenager, invented cell phones. Oh. Uh, and then there's, uh, uh, you know, rockets to the moon, and, you know, It's a long, long list of things that human beings have done, ordinary human beings, all of them, uh, are smart, though, you know, because everybody's ordinary in some ways and uh, gifted in others, but, see, every last one of them, every one of them was a baby at some point. So, you know, out of babies comes these uh, people that do things that are kind of astonishing. Every last one of them come from the same neighborhood and they do these miraculous things, or at least it looks like miraculous things to to us ordinary people. Uh, And uh, I'm always astonished at that. You know, when you come to this Christmas thing though, uh, you see the genius that God had when he decided to bring us a baby uh because he would do miraculous things of course what he was doing is far beyond anything a human being could come up with but still it's astonishing that that all of this comes from a babe in arms this baby was in well was was miraculous all the way from the beginning i guess you'd have to say uh, you know, you've got a virgin birth, and an angel comes to announce things, and then you have all these other announcements happening, and uh, there's the Magi, and, uh, well, and then that's the only the beginning of miracles that actually bring you the baby. But to anyone with a searching eye, if they looked on that child, they'd see a human baby like any other human baby, and, and it would be kind of hard to, to see more, at least at that point. That is what John's gospel comes uh, to say, uh, the word become flesh, which is incredibly mysterious. This is a human baby. He's also, as it turns out, the son of the living God. Again, a a great, impossible, strange mystery. But But he didn't look like he was the son of God. He just looked like a kid who was in poverty and uh, had sinful parents and he was in a stable when people came to see him and he doesn't look like anything but a baby. You, know, you know, he Except Here John, the gospel writer John, not John the Baptist, the gospel writer John says the world was made through him, and yet the world didn't know him. Well, uh, naturally, because he looks like a baby. How are they going to know? Later on, he starts to manifest some other things, but uh, even then, it's a little hard to tell he's more than a man, because he looks like a man. Um, You know, I guess worse than that, this world did, uh, did not and still does not have any way of getting over their troubled stubbornness about knowing him, about honoring him, about worshiping him, no matter what anything has been said. Now, even if he showed up in front of you, this baby, it would be difficult to call him anything but a baby and you've all seen babies so you kind of know what that looks like uh jocelyn used to say they're uh all beautiful uh, even the ugliest of babies for some reason they're so ugly they're cute i mean you know you might have some mercy on that kind of thinking but they all look like babies uh, and uh, if that's not hard enough unless you have the benefit of the witness testimony that surrounds this child, there's, there's a little well, there's, there's not much you can do about what you see what you observe, or what the witnesses even laid eyes on by. but how much more difficult would it be to suppose that this baby who's laying in a manger with the cows mooing at him and the sheep bleeding and around him how could you say, yup that sure looks like the creator of the universe to me. Oh. You can kind of see why that's unlikely, but you have the benefit of witnesses. Um, it, it, see, the thing is, though, even the witnesses—they had trouble seeing more. They—they they all the, 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 the witnesses had the benefit of. Uh, outside information, you might say, divine contribution to what they understood. So uh, uh, they, they were told that this was presence in the world, in the flesh of the son of the living God, the Christ, the, the Messiah, uh, except they, they didn't entirely understand what that was going to look like over time. They just saw a baby. Certainly the shepherds, the magi, Joseph and Mary, they were all told who he was. John the Baptist was told later how to identify him when he actually showed up, but he didn't know that this was that baby. He didn't see that baby because he was a baby himself at the time. Uh, But the, the, the rest of the world, you and me, only thing we got to work with is eyewitnesses of the only human type as, you know, you heard from me, you heard from your parents, you heard from other people that know such things, you know from scripture, you have witnesses. People like Mary, who probably told John, so he could write this down, so you'd have an eyewitness account. That's the kind of stuff you have. And, uh, well, some people would say, well, that's just a bunch of people talking. But what they're saying the witnesses you have access to, the ones that saw him, the ones that witnessed what he did in his life, they say this child is precisely the creator of the entire universe and the son of the living God. So he's much, much more than what he appears to be. More yet than that, he's the one who would finally grow into a man who would offer his life in sacrifice to do, of all things, save you? It's too distant in time for you to see all that. You can picture a baby in your head well enough, and you've heard what the witnesses say, but still, why would the Son of God come into the world to save me? Is a fair question, and, uh, but that is exactly what he said he was up to. Son of God did that. How on earth could anyone see that coming? How could you imagine anyone looking at this little face who was finally laid in his mother's arms and Isaiah said he'd be nothing special to look at, which is, I always found that sort of interesting. They, they didn't see that this child was more. They didn't see it. Most didn't even believe it. Of course, the witnesses, you know, they kind of got it with time. But still, most people don't believe that. They're happy about the baby, they're happy about the presents, but they don't know that. Uh, Christmas is enjoyed by people that have no idea, that have no thought that this is their Savior. But, but Jesus Christ remains, for the most part, unknown to any real truth. The Word came to be, in a human child, the Savior of the world, though. Uh, I've said more than once here that uh, this is the word become flesh. That's what John says here. That's not really very easily explainable. I I need to take a shot at it though. He was what happened in fulfillment of everything God had ever said to you. So uh, more than that, of course, but God promised this child for a very long time. And, and he made the universe through this child. And, uh, and everything that is the word of God is fulfilled in him. He is the actual fulfillment of everything that's been said to you about this. Uh, all the way from let there be light to, to peace on earth. It's all about him waiting and there he was fulfillment of all things word instigator of all things word including the word that created us all so he is that in the world for your life and for your salvation that is why he was here that is why he is here still that is why he is on your altar on this very day to partake of his body and blood that uh In acceptance, according to the faith that's been granted you by the Holy Spirit, that is a real uh, good reason for joy on this day. Uh, I guess you could look at it another way. Uh, You've probably, if if you've ever been in court or if you've ever seen court on TV, you you probably heard the oath that people used to take. I probably become some variant of that nowadays but they always said the the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth Okay, i like the whole truth is some easy thing to come up with Uh, but see that's what this baby is Uh, everything truth is him everything that's ever been spoken that's truth is him everything that your god has ever spoken is him he is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth from your God. And with that truth, he says he sets you free. And he sets you free because you're forgiven. Every sin that you have ever conceived of in your minds, because and then there's lots of them, I know how that goes because I'm one, and uh, there will be some more that come up, all of that forgiven. And in place of that, he has brought you promise of eternal life. That's the truth. That's what this child is. He is your life and salvation. He is a gift, a fulfillment of all of the word of God in flesh. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.